0: FrequencyCast
1: Update Hi, this is Pete
0: And this is Kelly from FrequencyCast, the UK TV and tech podcast
1: Well, we're here today with a special interview No doubt, like us, you've got your favourite gadgets You know, the ones you can't live without And also a few gadgets kicking around from years ago that you just can't bear to bin Well, a new survey has just come out listing the top 10 gadgets that we all can't survive without, as well as a list of the top 10 most treasured retro items. To have a look at the list in more depth, we caught up with the gorgeous Pollyanna Woodward from Channel 5's Gadget Show, and first off, I wanted Polly to explain what the survey was all about.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It was a case of finding out what gadgets have pretty much stood the test of time and going back to the 80s and having a look at what was uh, designed, manufactured and created and and which ones have actually survived to the modern day and still are bought. It's quite funny when you look at the list because I I do own a few of them, but topping the list is actually a digital alarm clock, uh, which a lot of us probably still have it might have just been a little bit more fancy in our days but it's still the classic and the breville toaster sandwich maker the one thing that most of us still have in a cupboard somewhere and every so often maybe once or twice a year you get it out and have a, a lovely cheese toasty
1: so come on have you got one
0: I have actually got one, yes. It has to be done. It's it's one of those things you don't use all the time, but just on that odd occasion, you just have to have a toastie. (laughs) Winter weekends,
1: I know the one. I know the one. (laughs) So one of the top items we saw on the list here, of course, was the uh, the smartphone. Now, that's obviously going to be big. Everyone owns a smartphone. Uh, What smartphone do you use at the moment?
0: Oh, well I've actually got a couple that I use I bought the iPhone 5 um, a couple of weeks back because I only previously had the iPhone 4 I didn't bother upgrading when it got to the 4S um, so I got the 5 because my contract was due up as well um, and to be quite honest I'm a little bit underwhelmed by the phone I was quite excited the fact it was like a new phone coming out as I always am with any phone that comes out uh, but it's one of those that was a little bit lackluster for me it didn't really do anything different or I haven't used any of the functions that are supposedly new on it so even though I have this new phone, it's something that I never even give a second thought to actually owning. However what I do absolutely love are the Android handsets. I've got the Samsung Galaxy S3 which I also use Um, and I know that I've had had quite a play with the HTC One X Plus as well because we're looking at doing that in one of the shows coming up uh, and it's amazing how advanced the Android handsets are, how beautiful looking they are, um, and how much they have to offer. And I'm just always in awe of them. I am I'm actually quite pleased and quite excited. The fact that Androids are really kind of whooping Apple's backside at the moment.
1: <laughs> they are really taking over, aren't they? It's amazing. I mean, I've played with the S3 as well, and it is just such a, a sexy phone.
0: It is, isn't it? It just feels so nice in the hand, the way that you can kind of interact with it, how intuitive it is. The screen is just beautiful, the colours are, are absolutely gorgeous, and you can do everything on there that you'd expect to do and more.
1: I hate to say it, it is making the iPhone 5 look a bit dated, isn't it?
0: It is. Well, yeah, kind of like they really need to up their game now. It's almost like instead of them kind of setting the trend and everyone copying, it's almost like you need to pull up your socks.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> but, yeah. True enough. Uh, so what would you say you couldn't live without on your smartphone? Is there one sort of app or service that is a killer for you?
0: Do you know what? There's actually a few. I can live without my email. I, I live on my email, but social networking is a big one for me. I live on things like Twitter. Much to kind of people around me's disgust, because whenever I go out, I'm probably one of the most unsociable people you'll meet because I'm chatting to anyone online. Um,
1: oh, we're one of your many followers though.
0: Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good fun. I love it. I love interacting with my followers. They're fantastic. Um, but there's a few that I can't live without that I find really, really handy, especially because I travel quite a lot. There's um, one called Flight Aware. So I'm able to check flights, see if they're on time, And if I'm in airports and I want to see what terminals are leaving from, it's fantastic. But also because I love my golf, I have the Golf Channel app, which I just think is fantastic. So I'm always checking up on the scores. Uh, So they've got a couple of my most popular. And if I'm gaming, I love word games. And I've got one called Muddled that I've had from the very beginning of having a smartphone. So it's a good kind of five years. Um, I just can't put that down. It's like my favorite gaming app, but it's old.
1: Oh, there's a good tip. OK, I was expecting you to say Angry Birds then, but no.
0: No, I, kind of, I played Angry Birds and I managed to kind of sit there and I think I spent a good three-hour stint once going through all the levels of Angry Birds. I was like, I'm going to do it because I know it's like a big thing and everyone loves it, but it didn't grab me. I really love word games and ones that really kind of use the brain and like, that's why I love muddled because it gives you like uh, is it seven or nine letters and all random and, you, and it gives you a list of um, kind of empty spaces and you have to make that many words. Out of the, the letters that you have at the bottom, and I absolutely love things like that.
1: Mm, okay, top tip for our listeners there, then I'm guessing. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Okay. Um, now, on this list, there's some lovely retro items here. I mean, you've already mentioned the, the sandwich toaster, the things like a pocket calculator, uh, electric Game carving knives, Game yeah. Boy. Oh, wow, of course. <laughs> Do
0: you remember the classic Game Boy? It oh, was huge compared to what they managed to kind of bring out in like recent generations. Do you know I've still
1: got one in the cupboard somewhere. I haven't haven't got it out for ages.
0: Well, they're the kind of things that you don't really get rid of, and now all of a sudden they are retro and they're cool. I mean, you can get like iPhone cases and other bits of technology that have cases that look like the Game Boy. It's so funny. I'll
1: tell you the one that's on this list that at the time I thought was the best invention ever and now I just look back on it with dread the video recorder.
0: Oh my word I know.
1: We've all got PVRs now haven't we so. Oh
0: yeah exactly and the fact it's kind of all done digitally it is the easiest thing on earth but the fact we used to pull out tapes and get the tape stuck and you used to try and iron out the tape because it had creases in to try and play whatever was on it.
1: It's all that rewinding business as well and, and having to set a recorder and sitting on the floor pressing the buttons, programming it up.
0: God. It's like cassette tapes though, isn't it? When you used to have to try and record something and kind of pressing the button simultaneously otherwise you kind of just end up playing and you're not recording it and, oh dear, it does make you laugh.
1: So obviously you're, you're best known for uh, Channel 5's Gadget Show which is back, of course, and in the first episode you were stuck in a cave.
0: I'm stuck in it. I'm always stuck in something.
1: It didn't look very nice in there.
0: Do you know what's quite funny? That's one thing a lot of people mentioned to me since seeing the show on Monday. That's the one thing people go, I can't believe you did that. Um, But it was really quite fun and quite interesting. It's so dark in there. And we were actually down there for a good... It's quite a good few hours, actually. I remember going in there just thinking, please let me out. I could do with going to the ladies. Um, It was kind of quite dire down there, but it was really interesting, kind of squeezing through spaces. I'm glad I was with other people because it gives you kind of a sense of ease when there's other people around. But I think if I was down there, with just maybe one or two other people. Might have been a little bit more worrying than what it was, but it was was interesting.
1: I saw you squeezing through gaps and clambering over rocks and doing that lovely sort of log flume thing at the end. Looked fun.
0: Oh my word! Seriously, I I won't even tell you where the rocks went when we were sliding down there. It was one of those, oh my word, please get me out of here. The washing machine, as it's called. Uh That was funny, because by that point, my batteries had all run out. So I was literally just hanging on to Jace, literally with his clothing, pulling him back. And he's just got this one little torch that's still working with like one AA battery. It was actually very amusing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and of course you. Uh, we looked at one of the gadgets you featured a while back in our show the Fitbit which is the little clip on yes, uh, pedometer thing it is. that monitors sleep they're good little gadgets aren't they do
0: you know what I, I'm, I do really like these gadgets and it's nice to see kind of this uh, emergence of um, a lot of these kind of fit gadgets where you kind of almost it encourages you to work out more or encourages you to be more active and I really like that idea I think it's so much fun and it's always quite interesting the information you get from them I find it Fascinating when you can see how many steps you've taken, you see how many calories you've burned, and you can see how you slept. Um, and it does it in such a very fun and very cool way. And they are, are designed in a really, very cool manner. I mean, I wear my um, Nike Plus Fuel Band. Every day, and you can see me go to like some of the poshest events where I'm wearing my long evening dress and I've got my Nike fuel band on. It's like I never take it off, it's so funny.
1: Well, I'm sitting here in our studio with a Fitbit in my pocket, so uh, <laughs> you? how many
0: have you done today? Let's find out.
1: Oh, oh, let's have probably not many. I've been very lazy. Where are we? Uh, step uh, 2200, okay, and uh, six flights of stairs. I've been very lazy, haven't I?
0: Oh, you've beat me. I've only done 1011 steps. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to up my game today, aren't I?
1: <laughs> so obviously you're going to be racking up some some calories and losing some sleep for this series of the Gadget Show. What can we expect? Where Where else are you uh, going to be exploring for this series?
0: Uh, quite a few different places. There's a few more that are UK based this time round. So you obviously saw the one in Wales. We've got a couple that are going to be in um, England. We've got one that's in Scotland. Uh, then we're going to be going to places like Iceland, which is on next week. Uh, we've also got Canada. Uh, Israel, but no, it's kind of all over the place and we've seen some really great things and there's a really nice mixture of the technology that we're showcasing in this series. It kind of really covers the board and a lot of consumer tech, which is great.
1: And, of course, you're travelling really far afield to uh, London at the end of the month. Now, we mentioned in our last show uh, that Gadget Show Live is coming to London on, mm-hmm. I think it's the 30th of November through to the 2nd of December. You've done your homework. I, I have, I yeah. have. <laughs> Tickets are selling fast, so we're told. And, uh, of course, we're going to be there. So if we see you, we're going to give you a big wave.
0: Yes, yeah, do come and say Hello.
1: Will do. And um, can you can you just tell us what you're looking forward to most about the show?
0: Yeah. Well, well, this is um the quite really quite exciting for myself and, and Jason because the fact we've been, we've never done a Christmas one before and, and this is almost like the countdown to Christmas and I love the fact we're doing it now because it means people that are looking for Christmas ideas aren't quite sure what to get their loved ones and nearest and dearest but they want to get them something techy or you want to find out for yourself what's around and what you can ask for for Christmas. Um. And so we're bringing you this whole um live showcase of all the manufacturers just like gadget show live and. April but it's going to be at the Excel in London and we hear that the gaming area is going to be amazing we've got all of the big names there we've got lots of the biggest manufacturers you'll be able to find find out kind of what the latest tablets are how they're working have a play with them latest televisions all the smaller little gadgets as well Uh, so it's everything that you could expect just in a shorter stint because it is only three days and it is in London and myself and Jason um, and Mr John Bentley Esquire will be doing the live theatre so that'll be three times a day um, over the three days that you'll be able to uh, see us probably making monkeys of ourselves, um, which is normally how it occurs. But um, if you want to get tickets, you can go to gadgetshowlive.net and come join us. Come and have a look at the technology. Come and get your hands on it. And they always do really good offers and deals as well. So it's always worth kind of coming over and see whether or not you can save yourself a bit of money for Christmas.
1: Ah, wow, sounds like a plan. Well, we'll be in the front row waving at you frantically on Friday. So uh, look forward to seeing you there.
0: I'd like, there's there's the crazy. I know who that is. That's me. That'll be the one. Excellent. <laughs> Pollyanna, thank you very much.
1: Lovely to talk to you.
0: And you, my darling.
1: Have a nice series on uh, Channel 5, and uh, we'll see you in November and December.
0: Absolutely. Thanks very much, Pete. Take care.
1: Wow. Did you hear that? She called me darling. That's going on my Twitter feed. Thanks very much to Pollyanna for the chat there and if you want to see a list of the top 10 items that we can't live without as well as that list of retro items take a look at the blog post on our website. The address Kelly is
0: www.frequencycast.co.uk.
1: Wow you're getting good at that.
0: Oh you know practice makes perfect.
1: Hopefully you enjoy this little unexpected bonus material. Join us for the next full-length show, which will be Frequency Cast show 82, hopefully including some bits from Gadget Show Live. If you're new to Cast, we'd love you to become one of our regular listeners. And here's a teaser of what we do you got there? Ah, this is the latest bit of kit.
0: Usually the station uh, ham radio is operated by those uh, astronauts that stay on station several months at a time. Have the top up TV anytime box.
1: We are absolutely disgusted with the service. We're measuring Carl's EEG. His retention level was in sort of the bottom third.
0: I think he's a lost (laughs) cause, in all honesty.
1: And in breaking news it looks like a new Freeview HD channel will be with us soon. This year's European Podcast Award
0: 2010. The winner for the non-profit is frequency cast. After 200 yards, turn right.
1: We've just officially been given the world record for the lightest touchscreen mobile phone in the world. I can send a text to Frequency cast for you. That's true, I can now control my TV from my iPhone. Now, it's a darkened room you live in, isn't it, normally? Stay up to date with the latest TV and tech news with our free radio shows. To listen to our shows online, download the shows as a podcast, or add the shows to iTunes, go to www.frequencycast.co.uk
0: FrequencyCast. Update. Complete.